Well, whenever disaster or conflict strikes, a lot of us feel the need to help out. And that can take on many forms, charity auctions, bake sales. We've seen all kinds of great examples over the last few days in this country alone. But one common way, of course, is to donate to a charity. That, though, could be a difficult choice with so many options and things cropping up every day and not necessarily knowing what will allow that money to provide the kind of impact that you're hoping for. Well, joining me now to help you out with that and how to make an educated charitable donation work is Kate Bain. She's the Managing Director of Charity Intelligence Canada. Welcome to the show, Kate. Great to be with you, Ben. Your organization has re released a very handy uh, sort of fact sheet or at least guide to to donating to making an educated donation in in this during this conflict and one of the things you pointed out that was really interesting is conflicts wars are different from other sort of disasters when it comes to charitable giving how is that oh great point so what we are seeing is it's the same charities right now that are launching their fundraising appeals they were really fast once war was declared on February 4th. All of a sudden, our inbox is flooded with charities saying, we're going to help Ukraine. But most of these are international development charities. These are the charities that build schools, dig wells, help educate children in developing countries. And yes, when you have a natural disaster, be it an earthquake or a tsunami, it is these charities that are typically the emergency responders. But when we look at the Ukraine situation, this is a full out war. This is Ukraine versus the Russian military. Um, this is not a time for development projects. This is a time for, I mean, critical humanitarian aid delivered right now. And you need to think about which charities a, have partnerships inside Ukraine. The logistics are very challenging. How is your donation going to get into Ukraine or to the countries around Ukraine that are taking the refugees? And how is your donation going to do the most good possible? This is a very different situation. It's a full-blown war. And when it's a different situation, we really think that Canadians should look at different options and think about giving support different ways. I know that, of course, the first thing that we saw was the Canadian Red Cross, because, of course, the federal government supported it. Uh, what should I be looking for before I immediately make a donation to one organization without singling anyone out or uh, for any sort of critique? Yeah, and this is a trend in the humanitarian sector or the international development sector or disaster response. There's a big trend that they're going to get donations now and they're going to spread them out over five years. So, um, you know, they talk about long-term development. They talk about rebuilding and resiliency programs. Um, that's not what Ukraine needs right now. If you're in the Ukraine war, you need help now, not five years from now. And the last thing we want is for your donation to be sitting in a Canadian bank account two years from now. So we just need to, I mean, we've talked about this forever, that we're looking at a speed test. When you make a donation, how quickly is that used in an emergency response? So it's a different philosophy from where the sector is in its sort of long-term focus. And especially for the Ukraine situation, we want money to get to Ukraine as quickly as possible. 
So if I'm sitting at home thinking I would like my money to get there as quickly as possible, what should I be looking out for when I'm seeing a charitable a request from a charitable organization? Yeah, and it's it's not about being passive, you receiving requests from charity. It's you almost have to be active. So use our list on on what options we found on how you can help Ukraine. But one thing we found was you can donate as a Canadian, you can go online and you can donate directly to Ukrainian Red Cross. That way, you know, your money's gotten into Ukraine. And that's where the needs are going to be greatest are inside Ukraine. Um, similarly, we, we found that you can actually donate to the Ukrainian government. Now, you will not get a tax receipt for this support, but you need to make a decision for yourself. What's more important? Is it getting a tax receipt or is it for your giving to have the, you know, do the most, do the most good? And I do want to point listeners to charityintelligence.ca. There is a very helpful list on that website to help you navigate uh, different charitable options. I'm speaking with Kate Bain of Charity Intelligence Canada. You've also provided some tips about how to donate. In other words, how to protect yourself when you're donating and what the best ways of donating are. Yeah, and it's wonderful because Canadians always call us with, with, with their questions and we're hearing some issues, some credit card scams on these uh, Ukraine fundraising appeals. So it's appalling and I'm really sorry that there's war profiteering off this tragedy. Um, please donate uh, online. Do not give out cash. Do not give out cash to people coming door to door or in shopping malls. Always, it's always safer to make an online donation and use a secure website. Um, we recommend Canada Helps has very good security where your credit card information won't be hacked uh, or PayPal giving fund. So look at those sort of secure websites to make your credit card donations. The second thing is um, timing wise, when you go onto these websites, you have an option. Do you want to make a one-time donation or do you want to give monthly? If you can make a larger one-time donation, again, that goes back to getting the money there faster rather than smaller payments over the next 12 months. So we would always recommend a one-time donation rather than the uh, monthly donations in a disaster or an emergency response. And don't give stuff. Um, the logistics, the highways, the ports, the airspace over Ukraine, the airports, it's just really challenging to get stuff into Ukraine. So people are saying, you know, they're looking at shopping lists and we see these posted on social media. People are, you know, picking up stuff in Canada that they're going to ship over to Ukraine. Um, this is just such a logistics nightmare. Uh, in a disaster response, most of it ends up in landfill. It never gets there. So we always recommend cash over stuff. So in a nutshell, be proactive, um, do your homework and donate online and try to donate one big sum and donate um, cash, not stuff. Yeah, that's it. That's it. And if possible, follow up with the charity, if it's a Canadian charity, uh, expect to see a six-month report. Expect to see a 12-month report. How was my money spent? Where was it spent? Who did it help? Kate Bain of Charity Intelligence Canada, thank you so much for your advice. Much appreciated. Much great, great to be with you, Ben. Thank you.